I'm Greg Dollar Coleman. Welcome to Ellipses Thinking, a podcast dedicated to exploring the nature of the creative journey in process. If an ellipses builds the perfect bridge from where you've both been and are now to where you're next meant to be, then what intrigues me most lives in the spaces between those three tiny dots. Entertain confusion. Mm. And I, I kind of like that as a, as a motto for a lot of things in that um, if you don't know the answer for it, just 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 be confused for a little while, mm. and it'll it'll usually work itself out. Throughout these conversations, I have continued to be fascinated at the many ways in which, through tapping into their creativity, people have the capacity to reinvent themselves professionally and personally, whether out of curiosity or necessity, and often by entertaining a bit of confusion. To an actor, it is this creative act that is at the core of what it means to create a character or build a role. It is at the very heart of their creative process as they attempt to breathe life into an imagined character, a process that can often thrive itself on a bit of confusion. And yet, even to an actor fortunate enough to make a solid career by leveraging this capacity to constantly shapeshift, there may still be profound moments of doubt about what it all adds up to and questions around personal purpose and contribution. On stages across Canada for over 30 years, John Ulliott has been fortunate to build a career as actor worthy of being considered successful. He has played leading roles in multiple genres, entertaining audiences and earning praise and respect from his fellow artists. The joy he brings into a collaborative community is as infectious as his laughter. And yet, that title, Artist, is one that he has grappled with assuming throughout his career. This theme wove itself throughout our conversation, which began, however, not focused on theatre, but rather on the art of making spirits, a new role he was cast in during the pandemic shutdown. When I reached out, I did acknowledge that I, I was fascinated by um, yourself and, and, and others in the yeah. in, certainly in the artistic community um, who had um, been provided the opportunity, I suppose, to to yeah. pivot, um, not a not not a kind opportunity, but perhaps yeah. uh, one that, that gave a gift. And the way the story is that has come to me. So I don't want to assume that I've got yeah, it wrong, but. The story is that this is this this curiosity with spirit making and 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 it has always been something you've been thinking that would be fun, uh, but maybe it didn't at all happen that way. No, actually, no, it didn't actually happen at all like that. Um, I um, when when the pandemic was was started, um, March 2020, I was in the middle of doing an, the Edmonton Opera Candide. And we pulled the plug on it, like and like everybody else in the industry and many other industries, uh, all my work for the next year evaporated. Mm. Um, and some of that stuff came back uh, to 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 try to be sort of replugged in. But 
anyway, but that that's neither here nor there. Uh, so as as things were going, it was like, well, uh, I just like to do stuff anyway. So I like to keep busy. Um, I'm not I wasn't content to uh, sit and wait it out um, because there were things to do. There was stuff to do. My neighbor um, at the time, well, he still does it, but he doesn't live there anymore, um, does house renovations. And so I just logged on with him. And I went and did this, that and the other thing, demolition and uh, doing that house renovating stuff. And I, I love doing that. I love I love being busy with my hands and making things, doing things, destroying things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um and also at the same time, a friend of mine said, oh, well, we might need a new deck built. And uh, so so I went out to their place and I I, re- I built them a deck. Um, and uh, um, so it just so happened that on their deck, there was like a, a gas vent. And so I called up my old neighbor who was in uh, plumbing and heating to say like, well, what do I need to do about this? So I asked his advice and I hadn't seen him for ages. And so I guess really, I just happened to be in his mind. And it just so happened that, um, so he phoned me up a couple of days after that. And he said, uh, you want to work in a distillery? And I was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> so so that's really how that happened. And this guy who started this distillery, Lone Pine Distilling, uh, he um, he was a partner with Deloitte. And he hit, I guess he pivoted too, if you think about it, it was the job was basically do whatever is kind of the thing. So I'm a kind of a do whatever kind of person, I think, I think I'm pretty easygoing, and I can fix stuff and I can, um, or I can make things I can repair things. And, and on top of that, I've also been a, a home brewer for some years. So I know what, I know what making beer is. Mm-hmm. And really, in a distillery, all you're doing all day is making beer and then cooking it a bit more to get the booze out of it and um, and then cook it a bit more and get even more booze out of that. So 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 it's been it's been really interesting. The process of it is really interesting and it's it's massive. It's really massive. This comparatively speaking, it's, um, you know, I'm making three thousand liters of beer wow. a day it's not you know you don't want to drink it it's it's terrible beer but it's alcohol that's fermented from from grains cooked grains mm-hmm. so i can do that that's not too hard so it just so happened that he had gone from he was just about to go from his testing phase on a 100 liter still to uh to doing making his products on a, a 3000 liter still so it was it was that jump for him and uh so the equipment like the the mill to grind the grain that was relatively new and everything was was new and it was like well it should work like this and that's the expectation but uh luckily i would say that neither of us really had a great idea of what was going to happen i think his plan was to hire a master distiller like somebody's okay. done this for sure, a career sure. um but it, it hasn't worked out that way god he knows he might pitch me to the curb sometime <laughs> <laughs> it's like i found somebody who knows what they're doing and you're out <laughs> <laughs> oh so i was just going to roll back because you said unfortunately he hasn't found i but i'm assuming that means unfortunately for yourself because he has yet to pitch you is that what is that what that meant or was it unfortunately well, actually, he, un- we get to play actually, 
what I mean by that is unfortunately because um, I a lot of the time I feel like like he he's he's been great in saying no 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 we know more than than you think and I'm like eh, I don't know like like I feel like I would prefer to have somebody going no this is how you do it and you you're making a mistake here you're making errors here and I find it fascinating and I've always been interested in science I've always been interested in uh, <laughs> drinking alcohol <laughs> <laughs> i haven't been a gin drinker which is interesting so now i now i i make it and mm -hmm. i drink it and um I'm, I'm really interested in it as a as a spirit um there's just it's like cooking it's like cooking mm -hmm. class and i like cooking i like you know i, I don't really follow recipe all the time i just make yeah. something so i'm not great but I just like it. I, I know what I like to eat and Annie hasn't, you know, yeah. uh, thrown up in anything I've made yet. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just, it maybe, maybe this, maybe you don't make this bridge or this link, yep. but uh, I've, I've seen you as an actor in rehearsal. Yeah. yeah. I, from my own experience, I love rehearsal hall. Me too. I mean, to me as a metaphor for life. Yes. Yeah that's the world to be. And so yeah. I, I, I'm curious to know what you have found as parallel to that, that place where you can experiment. I mean, you know, you're, yeah. you're trying to get to the opening night or the ceiling of the bottle in this case, yeah. but, but talk to it, me about the joy and the, and the, <laughs> the pitfall. Well, okay. highs and lows. Sure. Uh, well, there's, there's many things that I find parallel to it. Um, uh, first of all, is like making a product, for example. So, so uh, if you think about it, uh, you a lot of times I get given a script, and it's like it's like blueprint, and it's like you, you know, you it's like okay, well, clearly I need to stand over here, and you need to stand over there. The punchline is here, and you know the song. It's and that's 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 your outline, and then you color it in as 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 you see fit. And in a a house, you got three weeks to figure that out, and some other places even less time. So. So uh, that's its own conversation, perhaps. Mm -hmm. But for for something like this, um, so for example, the first products that I was making, their first gin products I was making, those recipes had already been developed, and so it was up to me to scientifically follow it to the like to the hundredth of a gram of mm -hmm. a botanical to go into this thing. So that's literally following a recipe. But also, there's within that there's there's the the craft this is that's i think that's the the parallel is that it is a craft in that mm -hmm. you have to make decisions all day long about about um uh, uh do i well when you start for example you got to heat it up to a certain temperature you go too fast you fucked it up but if you if you go too slow it takes too long um and then when the product starts coming out of the still uh there's a point where you have to go, okay, we don't want that. We don't want that. We don't want, collect it. We don't want that. We want that. And then keep going. And then up to a certain point, you go up to actually a certain alcohol percentage usually, but mm -hmm. it's also taste. So strangely enough, I'm drinking alcohol, I'll just a little taste. At first I was like, but I can't do that anymore. So it's just a little taste to go, okay, that's it. And now cut it off there that's it we got the the main fragment of it and that that holds true for making vodka or whiskey they're just different tastes so 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 the craft of it and the decision making is uh 
that I think is very um, uh, equivalent to being in a rehearsal hall where it's like, no, that, that feels good. That feels right. That tastes right. That that's, I'm going to make the decision to do that. You stick to it, you know? Mm -hmm. So hopefully, you know, you can reproduce it, which is another part of the craft where, you know, you get, you've done a, you've rehearsed a scene and it went really well. And it's like, okay, now we got to do it again. And you can't do it the same way you did yesterday because you never can, but you have to figure out what it is that you did in order to recreate it, which is an interesting part of it. So then, then the other parallel I found is, um, I made, I decided, I said, well, I'm going to make a Christmas gin. <laughs> and so, uh, and I don't think of myself as, as an, as an author, I'm not a playwright, but I've certainly been a part of creating stuff, but this thing, I, I'm really proud of it because it was kind of, it feels kind of like, um, it's a cooking exercise, but it's also, it's also mine. It's my, it's my choice. And I had a I had a vision in mind of what I wanted it to be, and uh, through well, it was eighteen iterations of making just like you know four hundred liters a day, sometimes twice a day, of of this Christmas gin spirit, which is pretty yummy. Like it's I'm pretty proud of it. Um, so so that decision making it and I kept going I found the one I wanted at like 16 or something and I was like well maybe I'll tweak it a bit maybe I'll tweak it a bit and and then I was like no no you know what that one was the good one so let's go back to that so mm -hmm. it's that that kind of creativity but also trusting your instincts and um and and going with it and that's that reminds me of uh talking to Dave Clark he's such a brilliant guy yeah. He said sound years ago, sound designer, Dave Clark, but also playwright, Dave Clark and actor, mm -hmm. Dave Clark. And uh, he said when we were writing something years ago, he was like, OK, this is what you do. Lights up. What do you want to see? I mean, that in, in its bare bones, that's that's how you start something yeah. is like, OK, so I see a stage. It's dark in the theater. The lights go up. What do I want to happen? And that's that's a lot of freedom, sometimes too much freedom. Yeah. yeah. So if you can clarify clarify what your goal is, or then you can start to create something that you can that you're happy with, that you're proud of. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, there's a lot of similarities that way, and also, uh, boy, there's it just keeps going on. It just keeps it's it's the gift that keeps giving, Greg. Um, the guy that I'm working with, we're very different. We're, <laughs> we are very different. <laughs> He's a, a conservative Albertan and uh, I'm not. And um, I'm, I don't know, a lefty, artsy, uh, predictable, um, you know. And so, uh, so we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things personally. Um, so there's a lot of negotiation, you know what I mean? And, uh, and maybe, maybe in your profession, you've been more used to it. And maybe I'm just used to more people who I kind of think alike with. Mm. Um, but uh, that's been a real interesting challenge. I think it's like it, <laughs> it's prepared me to be a politician if I wanted to be in mm. that. What I've learned is that um, we're not going to agree about stuff. And um that the way to there's there are tactics and there's ways to get through stuff if you don't agree and 
and actually just like a rehearsal, just like a rehearsal where it's like, stop talking about it. Stop talking about it because you don't know. I don't know. So let's just do it. And if we fuck it up, we'll learn from it. I want to reiterate that you said the gift that keeps giving and then led into this relationship with somebody who's very different from you. And oh, yeah. The gift of, of that, given that you have been a part of a creative community of very, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's lots of, of diversity of thought mm -hmm. and, and opinion yeah. within that, but but there's but a, not really there's, there's more like than than not like and it. It feels yeah. like the, that 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 that's really incredibly powerful in terms of, as you say, the, the gift. I have to go back. The yeah. Christmas spirit. <laughs> Will it be available to people in Edmonton? No, it's available now. Yeah, we sold oh. a whole bunch of it last year. And uh, um, I'm, well, I'm supposed to have made a bunch more. I've got about, I have to make like 500 bottles of it uh, in the next couple of weeks. I know it's bonkers. I got to make it. Actually, I have to make it so that it can sit and, and marry. In, yes. in a big plastic jug and uh it sounds more daunting than no it's it is a lot of work <laughs> but i'm i'm gonna be i'll be walking away before the bottling comes and the labeling i i hate that part of the job so um because i'll be uh, uh that's the other gift about this job that I, so when i started working as an actor i i i think i'm it's pretty rare and i'm pretty I know how lucky I am that I haven't had another job. I've been an actor for 30 years. That's yeah. it. So, uh, so there's a, there's good things and bad things about that. Good things, obviously you get to be an actor. You want to be an actor. You're an actor. Look at you go. You're an actor. Look at that. Yeah. Um, the, the bad thing about that is that you get stuck in a little world and that is mm -hmm. a little bubble. And so um, I, the good thing about this job is that I'm learning about, so I'm learning about what real Albertans are like. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning what what people who aren't in the arts are are like. The Muggles, you know, and uh, and um, it's surprising and bewildering at sometimes that that people don't see the world the way that I've kind of and I've always suspected it. But when you face to face with it, going, wow, you you really you really think that way. That's mm. I don't know how to cope with that. And so you have to learn how to cope with that and, and figure it out. But the other thing is that um, Brian has been really gracious. I think it, I think it does him some good too, in the sense that uh, he doesn't have to pay me if I'm not there. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing Christmas Carol this year and I got to go and do Jane Eyre in, uh, when was that, March, April, yeah. and uh, did Clue over the summer. And so, uh, so it hasn't really hindered me too much um i'm i'm in my i'm in my mid 50s now and like shit changes man and yeah and I, i've been i've been knocking at this door and scraping at this door for a while going what am i going to do next what the hell am i going to do yeah. i mean i don't know how you've felt about it um but i think uh i hope i'm not being too tangential but i had been thinking for at least 10 years, at least 10 years that, okay, this is good, but it's going to dry up. And, and, and there's no way of predicting that. And I've enjoyed the, the, the confusion of it. But mm. once you, I think getting a bit older is a bit more daunting in that, um, 
We don't have any lawyer children or doctor children to look after us in our infirmity. <laughs> Neither do you. No, I raised artists. <laughs> <laughs> well, you messed up there, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, not man. at all. Of yeah, course We not. giggle. They're... Yeah, it's, yeah. The confusion. You just described it as, I've been enjoying the confusion. Yeah. Huh. What is the, what, out of that confusion, what are you reaching in and, and discovering or pulling out? Well, what I'm, what I mean by the confusion is, uh, actually, that's, I, that's funny that I chose that because that's a quote from a teacher that I had at U of A. Something that he said to us, and this is a quote that he said, was to entertain confusion. Mm. And I, I kind of like that as a, as a motto for a lot of things in that um, if you don't know the answer for it, just, just, just be confused for a little while. Mm. And it'll, it'll usually work itself out. I think that's yeah. what I'll take from that. Yeah. So, so when I say um, living with that confusion is, well, you know how it is. Like you're, you listen to your kids go through this every, if you're an actor in the theater in Canada, there's a season to there's seasons that theaters pick. And there's a certain time of year when, everybody's like going okay uh, what do you got for me what do you got for me oh what can i do what can i do hey remember me i'm the guy that yeah i did that show with you and there's all that that dreadful part of the business that i yeah. deplore that a lot of people love it and i can't not stand it so mm. uh, so i've i've always said to entertain confusion to just go okay it's gonna work out and yeah. and it always does um yeah but I'm, I just keep, it's like the sword of Damocles hanging over your head and just like waiting for it to come and chop your head off going, okay, you're done. You're finished. And at the same time, it falls into that metaphor of the rehearsal hall we were talking about. It's yeah. the, it's, it's the, what I used to call the mud. It's like, we've hit huh. the mud. I have no idea where we're going. I can't see through, but yeah. one has to now just lean back on trust and, and, yeah. and belief that, that you, you've done, you've done the work that you've, that you've done to this point that right. it hasn't been for naught and yeah. that something will reveal itself. And perhaps it's something that I can't make happen. It has to happen. And <sighs> that's the, the dance, right? Yeah. Isn't that a wonderful thing to think about? Um, that it's, I kind of think that's kind of like letting ideas percolate, you know, yeah. um, like uh, actually I was talking to a friend yesterday. He's a street performer. I've done a little bit of art installation stuff on the street. Yes, you have. And it's, it's been really fun. And I, and he's now doing, I don't know, probably a master's PhD. I don't know, but he started talking to me about some of the stuff and, and we started talking about, well, we were breaking down the stuff that we've done over time and going and making a real artistic statement out of it. And it's like, well, yeah, you can, that wasn't my plan, but now that I sit back and look at it, I absolutely think that it has that artistic merit. And I don't know that that will feed into whatever the thing I've done at the time. It'll probably just still be <laughs> dressing up as a dung beetle <laughs> or whatever. But it it has it. There is a poignancy to it. There's a point yeah. to it, and I think that that's where the I think that's where the artistry is. I've always mm. been loath to call myself an artist. I'm I'm absolutely uncomfortable uh, saying that about myself because. Uh, I always think that's for other people. That's not for me. That's somebody else is an artist. And I've had this conversation with somebody uh, and it may actually have been like one of the few times that I was like, 
I'm an artist. And this friend of mine goes, no, you're not. You're a craftsman, John. <laughs> Which wow. is another conversation. And it's not, it's, and his point wasn't to demean mm-hmm. what I do as an actor, but it's a really interesting conversation. That's something you should like, think about that one. Like what, yeah. what, what do, as an actor, what do you do? Are you an artist or are you a craftsman or are you both? Are you, what does that mean? So well, and it gets to it get it ultimately gets to being your individual choices to how you design yourself, I suppose, how you, yes. you know, it's as as we began thinking about this conversation, of course, I wanted to talk about the spirit making oh, that yeah. piece. Yeah. But we keep falling into this, you know, the spirit is also it, I mean, it, mm. it, it's a word that has it's come up a couple of uh, different ways through yeah. through years in relationship to the theater, right? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I came across a, a reference that Daniel Day-Lewis talked uh, at some point, tried to, to define what that the, the, the mystery of the art of acting was about. And he simply said, it's about chasing the spirits. <laughs> um, Prospero, refers to actors right as 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 the 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 spirits that have melted into thin air so again i mean what i want us what i want to push into is what's keeping you or has kept you john elliott who has been gainfully employed in the theater since i knew you (laughs) as a as a kid as a kid at u of a what has what is keeping you from a from from honoring yourself with that title artist. Ooh. Ah, I guess um well it's I, I don't know. Uh it could be it could be many things. Um <laughs> my first my first thought is like a, a dreadful inferiority complex, Greg. <laughs> um but, but you've been gainfully employed in the theater yeah, for 30 no, years. I'm just going to keep underscoring what you've yeah, already keep, stated. Keep saying that. Right? Keep saying that. Uh, that's that's fair. Uh, I think, I don't know. I just, I think, um, uh, well, who knows? This this thought just popped into my head and it might sound crazy, but but um, maybe, maybe I'm reserving that word for, I, I think, maybe if I called myself an artist, then I would give up trying so hard <laughs> mm. that I would, that I would, that I would rest on it and go, well, I'm an artist after all. And so I can do what I like. And I don't know. Um, because I guess like being an actor, like I was saying earlier, like you're, it's a, you get a blueprint and there's, it's a real factory, you know, of, of making something, putting it on stage. And so the artistry in it, the artistry in it is going, okay, I see it like this, but the, the craftsman in me, I think that's the stronger in me is similar to, to, okay. It's similar to the iterations of making a Christmas gin. It's like, it's not that, that's not it. It's like um, it's like having an idea of what it is, but you're trying to trying to go after it. So, it's it seems more practical than than artistry 
you know, mm -hmm. the artistry. Um, I, I think if I was a performance artist, if I was a, a playwright, if I was, I see playwrights as, as artists. I see writers as, as artists. They're making, they're, these are people who make something from nothing. I'm not making something from nothing, or I don't think so. Maybe that's the mm -hmm. thing. I don't see myself as making something from nothing. Somebody's given me something and I feel like a joke improver for lack of a better term. <clears throat> like okay. you know and i and i mean that for and i mean that for playing brick and cat on a hot tin roof or or jamie and long day's journey and tonight you still have to dig around inside and go you know what's or it's digging around in the character and going well what's that what's that about and then being guided with somebody to go to prod you like you're doing with me right now to say what what's that about you you i can see the vagary of what you're saying and I remember that with Bob doing uh, uh, Death of a Salesman. Um, mm. <laughs> he was he was so good. He was so good. There was like a line where I, I can't even remember the line. It was like it was like uh, something that seemed innocuous, you know. Uh, well, the thing is, or something like that, like a line like that. So we were doing the scene. He's like, "Wait, what's that about? What's that?" Mm. And and I was like, "Oh, I guess you're right. I I totally just." uh just skip i i glossed over that so it's making making you be specific about it was part of that well yeah. and and i i i fully appreciate and acknowledge where and how you have defined that i i want to i, I want to offer if i might sure. just the in, invitation as as you yourself said, here I am uh, at a certain age thinking, mm. you know, where am I taking stock of mm. what's next? Mm. And I, I invite you to balance the statement you made, which is, I think if I called myself artist, I would rest on my laurels with the what if, which is the question of your art form. Mm. The what if you were to say, I'm an artist, and what might actually be demanded of you to lean even further into, right? And yeah. how, mm. how that might take it further. Can I ask a follow-up? Because I'm not sure, I, I, I don't want to pin yeah. you to where that is, but as an mm. audience member or as an actor in a company, yep. has there been a, a performance, a moment in a production that you that took your breath away? Many moments of watching other people do things and watching watching something unfold in, in front of you and just which is well uh, that's actually what a great question to ask me because I don't feel that way all the time so it's good to be reminded that uh I mean they're not all going to be winners you know not every moment in every play is going to be a winner and and it can't be just by the numbers but there's certainly been times where I've been so just breathless with uh, joy and uh, just, and just there's those times where there's those times where you see something and you go, fuck, oh, what the perfect thing. You just did the perfect thing there. And I wish that I had thought that up. <laughs> like there, do you remember, uh, do you remember, oh, what's his name? Come on now. Polygraph, uh, uh, Robert LaPage. Oh, Robert LaPage. Remember that show? Oh, I do. There was a couple of moments in that show where it was like, oh my God, they're switching, they're switching angles on it. Oh my God, that's yeah. beautiful. And it was so yeah. simple and perfect. And yeah. and uh 
like we, we were we got to see six in the front row of six and it was i was sitting not only was the show amazing where i was like oh my god this this is this is the spice girls but they're doing the henry the, uh, yeah. the henry the eighth oh my god but i was sitting next to this young woman who was in christmas carol at the time who's just rehearsing she was so she was so excited so she was bouncing she was vibrating in the front row beside me and i was i was thrilled to be to witness her go through that she was so just beside herself and like uh and th there's a gift that that you know um giving giving joy to people like that's a i think like i think that's what what i really love about uh being an actor is is mm -hmm. like that you know not only you know not only can you mess them up with you know sad stories but but you can you can kill them with laughter or you can you can flabbergast them and and it happens right there and and because i'm so selfish possibly i it's an immediate thrill for me uh to as an actor to go oh yeah well, this is this is good yeah we're having fun it landed yeah yeah. So in that in that moment, you know, and 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 again, that that sense of the the magic moments, and we, yeah, we can't have them, as you say, we they won't happen all the time, and they won't happen for me the same way as the person beside me or beside you. Yeah. But I I want to offer you back. Yeah. That I I believe those mm. moments happen because there's an artist or artists, uh -huh. and maybe maybe that's the other thing, John. Mm. Would it be easier for you? to call yourself an artist in a company of artists. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I struggle I I mean I've struggled I've struggled with that one for for I don't know, maybe it's just cuz nobody in my family is an artist and so the concept of it is just bewildering. Mm. Um but I I have had um uh someone who uh, someone who uh, I knew was an artist and he many years ago he told me he he's he, we were talking about this very thing and he was like john you're an artist and uh and it, nobody had ever said that to me and it, it meant a lot to me at mm. the time uh, just it meant a lot to me just the fact that somebody was insistent on on saying that to me that and there's because there's a level of of pride in that there's a level of responsibility in that word there's it's i i guess i hold it with great great uh respect and admiration and i i well maybe maybe i'm more comfortable having people bestow that on me rather than me bestowing it on myself incidentally i remember what what i was going to tell you about the street performer festival so or, mm. i'll tell you that um there's do you remember sack theater at the fringe yeah yeah from florida no Is that's that it yeah, Orlando. They were all over. Anyway, one of the guys, Rick Kunst, is uh, mm -hmm. a street performer, and um, we've become great, pretty good friends. And uh, we—he's the guy who I was talking about, and he was like making these great artistic statements about stuff. And right. um, and so he came to me the other day uh, and said, "I want to have this idea to make it like a group uh, and call it like the incubator, like to be an artist incubator." And, and it's not a fully fledged idea yet, but the idea, but the gist of it is that it's a group of people who are helping other people to realize their vision. So for example, you have, you know, I want to become a human fountain. And so I, I get stuck with 
the engineering of of making water go from one place to another there's somebody on this incubator team who will help you with that it's like an open source of of ideas an open source of 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 artistic help or creative or mechanical or whatever help um grant writing anything and he the way he was describing it was a particularly canadian thing which i think um i think is kind of interesting i haven't quite fleshed it out yet but Hmm. i was like i want to be a part of that i want to that there's nothing better than being in a room full of people going, and I, I always get terrified. As soon as, as soon as I'm like in a class or something and somebody goes, okay, we're going to break into groups and we're going to come up with da-da-da-da-da. And I immediately freeze inside. I'm like, I have no ideas. I don't know anything. I can't do anything. And I've tried and I've struggled with that. But, but I've gotten better at it to the point where it's like if somebody says, okay, we're going to do that. And I'm like, okay, well... I don't know, but how about this? And just have that, have the, just the, the confidence or the trust to go, like you said, that trust of like, I don't know what it is, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. What a great thing. It is a great thing. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a, it's like a yes, yes. And room, you know, where where I don't actually have to have the first offer. I I can say yes. And, or I can wait for somebody else to, to, to prod me. Yeah. 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 So are you going to make that happen with them? Well, we'll see. We're going to have a, we'll have a, you know, like everything, we'll have a Zoom chat. And and then there's people in Victoria, people in, uh, people in Ontario, people that, that he knows probably more. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of people that I know in Edmonton that we can bring into this group and got some people in mind who, who might be interested in that kind of thing. What I've appreciated about uh, all the things that I've done is um, it's all kind of, it's all kind of the same stew. You know, mm. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm making a good stew and every now and then I go and get some spicy peppers, and I, mm. you know, and uh, and add it into it. So being a street performer, being a, well, for a little while, I was an aerialist, like all of those things add into to what you're doing. So even in a way, I would say being a distiller is mm. kind of the same thing. It's all part. It's all it's all learning. I guess really, isn't it? There's nothing yeah. precious about it. It's just maybe that's the artist life, I suppose, is to to go to not accept things at face value and to to question it and to to try to solve problems in a in a positive way, or maybe that's artistry. Hmm. But it all it all feeds into to growing older and maybe, you know, and and getting smarter. And that's why you know, the, the people that you trust and who the, who are the older and wiser people that you go to, uh, <laughs> I don't know who they are now. <laughs> Look in the mirror, my friend, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Well, it's- how do you feel about that? Like, how, how are you? I want to put stuff back on you, but I know we're talking about you. Right now, I-, I still find, and I, the reason I love these conversations is I love the concept and the idea of wisdom, but I really love it when it's just the wisdom of the room. It's not yeah. one person's got to be mm-hmm. wisest or wiser or, <sighs> you know, yeah. that, as you say, yeah. there's a weight to that. Um, yeah. And and I think anything you read about mastery, the, the horizon line keeps shifting and, and, and moving. And, and you described yeah. it yourself, that that's the joy of, of our artists, perhaps, is that you're engaged constantly in that growing mindset, that growth mindset. Yeah. I want to put a, a button on this. And, and um, 
you know, in the first series of conversations, I would end with a question that was kind of a legacy question. Like if, you know, if, if somebody was talking about John Elliott two, two generations from now, but I'm actually, I'm going to flip that on its head. And I would like, I'd like to ask you, if you were to put something down today for the John of 20 years from now, what would you want the 70 something John to know and appreciate and honor about, about the John of today? Ooh, what would I want the future me to know, to, to know about me? What would the, so is that, what, what would I want the future me want to remember about me right now? Sure. Put it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not, however you want to put it. Yeah. I want me to remember uh, that I put a lot of effort. I put a lot of effort into um, into into my life. I put a lot of effort into being kind and 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 uh, helpful to everybody. I everybody I come in contact with. I certainly I want I want the old me to remember that um, that the 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 struggle was was re- the struggle of is real the only hardship i've had is is that i i couldn't possibly make everybody as happy as i want to or i certainly could i certainly could think of what i would tell my my seven-year-old self would tell me is like just fucking lighten up but that's not gonna happen why not <laughs> oh i shouldn't say it's not gonna happen um well it's like Okay, well, I was kind of opening this can a little bit earlier in that I was getting really, like, genuinely anxious about what the hell I was going to do when I, you know, grew up or when I got older. And mm-hmm. um, I don't, you know, there's no retirement plan, like, you know, so I've been genuinely worried about it. And I was genuinely worried that, and this is what I would tell everybody i was genuinely worried that i only had a finite set of skills that i can only that i i was so worried that i only know how to be an actor that's all i know how to do i can't i can't do anything else nobody nobody would want me to do anything else nobody would take me seriously enough to do anything else or or people would i don't have a resume like what do you how do you hand a resume around to the muggles and go well i've been an actor for 30 years (laughs) And they go, so, um, so that, and that's, okay, that's my voice speaking to myself, but that's, that's the picture I imagined for myself. So the pandemic hit, and then I found myself doing this, and I found myself doing that, I found myself doing this, that, and the other thing. And one of the greatest pandemic, of course, many people dying and be, and ailing, there's no question about it, but I think there's been a, a lot of good reset for a lot of people and i'm not alone in that but for me uh it was the recognition that it's going to be okay you know it's going to right now it's going to be okay it's okay right now um and if this one thing doesn't work out something else will come up and annie annie has been such a she's so good at that Mm. and i she she's amazing she has been a business person her whole life and in one artistic juncture or another or 
not artistic juncture, one, one artistic endeavor after another. Mm -hmm. uh, but she just makes it work and she doesn't, she's just fearless about that stuff. And I'm terrified about uh, having to do it all on my own. But I don't need, that's what I've learned. I don't need um, a group of people helping me. I don't need uh, the Citadel Theater to call me up and say, you know, this is happening this year. We want you to do this. I don't need that necessarily. <laughs> but it's it's not as crucial as it as it may have, as that I initially would have thought. Yeah. So not being an actor is okay. I guess. Well, and yes, stay in the yes and. Being an yeah, actor is okay is. and yeah, being a distiller exactly. is okay and yeah. being the best and, partner and, you know, I mean. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you've been a dad for three fantastic kids and a grandpa and you're mm -hmm. married and, you know, you've had, uh, uh, like you are had and having a wonderful life and uh, like, uh, you know, talking to you right now is, is pretty wonderful also mm. for me because uh like i said well we were at school together at the same weren't we like you were doing your mfa yeah. <laughs> oh no God. i never did it i love that you told me that or that, that you didn't that, do your mfa I've, what were you doing there did. were you teaching no i did well yeah i was for a bit there but i yeah no i was doing my bfa just before you guys you were the what? superstar class up and coming uh, two years behind i think i think you just you what? were two years behind. yeah i just graduated <laughs> with a bfa but you had your name on a door. What? Didn't you have your name on an office door? Oh, no, I've got to go back. Uh, well, I, I don't, I don't, maybe, maybe I was there sessionally. I, I mean, you know, well, yeah, as you yeah, say. I, I saw yeah, the yeah, plaque yeah. and I'm like, wow, that's a guy. He know, He's done some stuff. <laughs> a few, few decades on and it all mushes together. It's a different kind of confusion. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, we all remember things differently, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, John, I I, I yeah. know. I mean, this conversation could have gone a lot of different ways, and I certainly, you know, I I there's more that I would love to to pick into and around. Uh, but I'm I'm going to end by saying, I have been in rehearsal hall with you, not as an actor, but as 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 a, a person on the side. I have watched you. I've watched you. To my great uh, pleasure and and the, the benefit of my children, I've watched you with them as as a peer actor, as an adult when they were children, but as a peer, um, the generosity with which you you live in that space. But I I'll never forget the what I would describe as almost a, a scientific approach to you know to to bringing uh, a challenging and 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 dark character in Bill Sykes in oh, Oliver yeah. to life. And I'd, I'd watch you go through that process. It was like, it was like you described distilling. We're going to try this one. We're going to try this one. We're going to try this one. And wow. that to me was evidence of, of somebody who was detailed oriented, hard at work, understood the responsibility to the yeah. story to the company, to the audience, to the whole production. Mm. I'm not sure you can duck the word artist. <laughs> so well, I offer it back. Um, you've inspired others who have had the chance to be in the space. So I just invite you to sit in that stew for a, for a bit and be, 
and be more okay with it. Boy, thanks, thanks for saying that. Thank you. That that thanks. Ellipses Thinking is a proud member of the Ordinary Podcasting Network. It is produced by Jordan Dollar Coltman and Greg Dollar Coltman. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks for listening. As a resident of Vancouver Island, I wish to acknowledge that I am a visitor on the traditional lands of the Coast Salish people, including the territories of the Snonoas and Qualicum people. The first peoples have been here for over 10,000 years. Their ancestors still here with us in the sky, the land, the ocean, and all of the beings that share this sacred place. As a settler, I gratefully embrace the opportunities for growth as integral to my personal journey of collaboration and reconciliation as I learn and further support the possibilities that lay ahead. I remain committed to practicing my craft in a decolonized space.